Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In this video, we're going to run through the workflow of perspective surface tracking. This is very different to bilinear four-point tracking that I showed in a previous video. As a reminder, bilinear four-point tracking focuses on the actual corners of the surface object. So you track the corners and the image distorts to match the object's shape. However, with perspective tracking, you are not actually tracking the corners of the surface. In fact, you use the trackers to track a flat plane. This allows you to apply the flat plane's perspective distortion to the action surface object. This is similar to other applications that perform planar tracking. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Or if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your internet browser. So here I have a shot of a construction wall and I would like to add some extra bits onto the wall. I have already connected the media into action using various input nodes. When we have a look inside action, I have my background and my first input as a surface object. Let's change this into a perspective surface and perform the perspective track. I'll double click on the surface object to select it. In the image surface menu, you can change the surface type to perspective. Using the corners of the surface object, match the surface to the flat planar aspect of the wall. It is important to mention that the surface is deforming based on perspective. Secondly, the perspective deformation is on a flat 2D plane and not the 3D environment. You would see this if you looked at the composite from the top view. Now you should have positioned the four corners to match the perspective of the flat wall. Don't worry too much about the image's positioning as this can be tweaked later once you have the perspective track. Now switch to the vertices menu. When you have a surface object set to the perspective type, you will get an option to perform perspective tracking. This is exclusive to the perspective surface type. As a reminder, if I open the pull-down menu, you can still access the other tracking modes including four corners. The only time you'd use four corners with the perspective surface is if the projected perspective perfectly coincides with the four corners of the surface object. Whereas the perspective mode uses multiple trackers to understand the movement of a flat planar surface. With perspective mode, you do not need to select the vertices of the surface. Just go into the stabilizer. Initially, you get four tracker boxes in the stabilizer. Remember these tracker boxes represent points on the wall to identify its perspective. So it doesn't matter where you actually place the tracker boxes on the wall. The main rule is that all the tracker boxes have to be on the same flat plane to get an accurate result. Now because we are tracking a planar perspective, you can go ahead and add more trackers to the flat wall. This ensures that if any other tracker boxes go off screen, you can still calculate the perspective based on the remaining tracker boxes. Please remember that you need at least four boxes on screen per frame to calculate the wall's perspective. Now let's analyze the shot. I'll stop the track as soon as these trackers go off screen. Ensure the selection is set to GANG and press the backspace hotkey to delete the bad keyframes. 
So up to this point, the track was going well. We can use the tracking information from these trackers. Anything afterwards will cause a problem. To resolve this issue, switch the selection mode back to selective. Switch to the particular tracker boxes and turn them off. The good tracking keyframes will be used up to this point, but these tracker boxes won't create any keyframes after this frame. Let's continue the analysis. Now you might think why I didn't tell you to use the offset reference. This is not recommended because each specific point on the wall will have a different perspective on every frame. Offsetting the trackers will introduce a new perspective at that point and it will spoil the track. Just add or deactivate trackers as and when you need them. And like all rules with tracking, your tracks need to be 100% rock solid to make this work. Click return to exit the stabiliser. Scrubbing the time bar, you can see that the surface object is attached to the wall, matching its perspective in and out of frame. To position the warning sign, you could use the UV points and the object view. This is perfectly acceptable, but I want to use the diffuse map approach so that I have more flexibility to retexture the surface and control the texturing. I'll switch to a dual view split with ALT 2 and bring up the action schematic. Go to the action bin menu and select the warning sign in the media list. In the action node bin, drag out a diffuse map and attach it to the surface object. Double click on the diffuse map and increase the filtering to EWA plus linear. To reposition the warning sign within the surface object, double click on the axis of the diffuse map. You can now scale down and reposition the sign on the wall. Scrubbing the time bar, you can see how all the adjustments have added to the composite. Now let's add some graffiti further down the wall by reusing the perspective track that has already been done. Hold CONTROL and drag a box selection around the nodes in the action schematic. Press CONTROL D to duplicate the selected nodes. Now here is a very important point. The tracking data is applied directly to the perspective surface object. If you move the axis of the perspective surface, you will move the surface out of alignment with the wall and the surface object will slide in the composite. So if you have done this, please undo those steps. The correct workflow is to take the correctly positioned surface and expand it out. For example, grab the axis of the diffuse map and adjust it in X. The image texture slides on the surface object that is aligned to the flat wall. However, the texture is constrained to the size of the surface object. So let's expand the surface. Make sure you are in the surface menu. Turn off the crop button. Disable the proportional button as you only need to expand the surface object horizontally. To ensure enough coverage, set the X value close to 5000. Now select the axis of the diffuse map again and slide it down the surface to the desired position. If you scrub the time bar, you can see that the perspective is kept and it matches the flat wall. So now it's easy to replace this image for something else. Select the diffuse map node in the schematic. Switch to the media menu. 
Select the graffiti tag in the second media entry. Click Apply. The texture is now replaced and you can select the axis above the new texture and adjust it to taste. This is one of many workflows that the Perspective Surface Type and Perspective Tracking can offer you in Flame Premium. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.